You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org. So, Partnership Sunday. Partnership Sunday is about celebrating who we are. So, who are we? There we go. Who are we? So I, when I was thinking about this, I thought, well, right, I'm going to look on Church Suite. I'm going to find some statistics, some data that I can share with you this morning. Um, now, I should say that uh, having had a look on um, Church Suite, uh, I discovered that most of us are a little bit coy about sharing information about ourselves, um, including things like dates of birth and uh, even our gender. So um, just a bit, uh, for transparency, I should say that uh, about a third of us have included that information. But I think these stats are reasonably uh, reflective of the, the group as a whole, the, the church as a whole. So this is what I did find anyway. Um, average age of 49. So um, anyone 49? <laughs> yes, there we go. But actually, that reflects a good spread from 18 to 80, literally all the way through. So it's not that we're all kind of 49-year-olds or thereabouts. Actually, there's a really good spread of ages all the way through the church. Fairly equal male and female. Um, the data actually suggests maybe there are more males than females, but I suspect it's probably not quite like that. Maybe some would say they're gender fluid as well. I don't know. Uh, most of us live fairly close to the church building, but not everybody. Um, and so I think uh, Richard and Helen may be online this morning. They're living up in Bishop Auckland, up in the north of England. So they win the prize for being the furthest away, I think. Um, but most of us live kind of fairly close, but certainly not everybody. And I think it's fair to say, Church Suite doesn't say this, but it's fair to say I think that we're predominantly white middle class as a congregation. But again, not everybody might feel they fit into that. So a few figures, a few stats, but obviously that doesn't tell the whole picture. So I just thought, why don't we just uh, talk to one another and just say, just turn to the person next to you, around you, and just say, where do you fit into that, that sort of uh, profile? Um, say as much as you feel comfortable saying, as little as you feel comfortable saying, but just turn to the person around you, next to you, behind you, and just a couple of minutes, just where do you fit into that? Okay, so you might, um, you might want to continue those, uh, those conversations over lunch maybe uh, later on. But it's quite interesting sometimes to see where we, where we fit. So who are we? A little snapshot. How do we get here? It's another uh, question. So think about our, who we are as a community. How do we get here? Well, um, there's been a Baptist church meeting on this site for over 150 years. Um, sometimes the, the history of the church has sometimes been a little bit checkered. It's quite interesting reading back to some of the ancient history of the church. It seemed that people were, would leave membership and then rejoin six months later, and then a year later they'd leave again, and all sorts of stuff going on. They've had some dodgy ministers along the way, for sure. Um, but the church has always uh, had a heart for the community around it. And, and in 2018, uh, the members of the church, Hayhill Baptist Church, agreed to enter into partnership with Oasis Trust. And so Oasis Hub Bath was born as a new Jesus-centred, community-focused charity. So that's a very brief kind of summary of, of how we got here, where, how, how come Oasis Bath exists. What sort of community are we? 
Well, a little while back, uh, we asked people to um, write down a word or a phrase which expressed what Oasis Bath means to them uh, on, on whiteboards. And, and this is what we got back. So we're going to just watch a, a short video. These are the responses. Great. Some really good words and phrases there, aren't there? So that's exciting, I think, just to, to reflect on that. So yes. So what sort of community are we? Well, that's how, how some of us experience Oasis Bath. That's what it means to us. But if you want something a little bit more objective, we've got lots of that for you. We've got lots of um, statements that we can that kind of try and express what we're about. So this is um, the Oasis vision. The Oasis vision is for community, a place where everyone is included, making a contribution, reaching their God-given potential. That's pretty good, isn't it? We've got five ethos values, which also run through Oasis. A passion to include everyone. A desire to treat everyone equally, respecting differences. A commitment to healthy and open relationships. A deep sense of hope that things can change and be transformed. A sense of perseverance to keep going for the long haul. I think those last two are quite interesting because they don't often get expressed in these sorts of statements. These are all about attitudes, aren't they, that we're trying to foster and encourage together. Um, that sense of hope that things can change and a sense of perseverance to keep going for the long haul. So often, these sorts of statements, well, the danger is that they, they can promise quick results and, and you know, just follow these five steps and everything will be wonderful. It's not like that, is it? Perseverance is key. So I think there's a, there's a lot in there too. Then there are the nine habits. So if you've gone through the others and you're ready for some, something else to get your teeth into, we've got nine habits. So this, again, is something that runs all the way through Oasis. Um, and uh, these are based on the fruit of the Spirit listed in Galatians 5. And the idea is that this is something that can be taken into schools and all sorts of settings and become transferable because these are all good things to aspire to, regardless of whether there is an overtly sort of Christian context for them. So these, again, are really, really useful good things for us to be seeking to, to cultivate in ourselves, to encourage in one another. But then we have these, these kind of characteristics, and I think perhaps these are the statements that, or the, the phrases, the words that really get to the heart of what we're about and, and what makes us different, perhaps, uh, as a community. What might make Oasis Bath distinctive? Um, so there is full inclusion, and I love the fact there is a full stop there. I mean, there's a full stop on all of them, but it kind of really stands out there, doesn't it? Full inclusion, full stop. No caveats, no debate, no discussion, no sort of side clauses. Full inclusion, full stop. I think that's great. The full stop is wonderful. Uh, and that's kind of, that's what we're about. That's what we're trying to work towards. And we're recognising that that means inclusion for everybody. Um, and we don't want to become a different sort of, a sort of community that just excludes different people. Uh, we want to really work towards figuring out what that looks like. Uh, progressive theology, we've, we've done a little bit on this, talking about what that might mean. And, and the thing about progressive theology, which some of us might find frustrating, is that it's not about a particular set of beliefs that you can sort of write down and tick off and discuss. It's as much really about a way of doing things, an attitude. That word open is key. It's about recognising that there is always more to discover, that we can learn from each other, that none of us have all the answers. 
uh, and a humility that says, actually, maybe I've been wrong. Maybe actually I've, I've been wrong for 30 years, perhaps. Maybe I've been right, but you know, who knows? But it's, that kind of, it's a way of doing things. It's a way of approaching this business of theology, figuring out who God is and who we are in the light of that. Commitment to social justice. And uh, as Joe was sort of reminding us last week with that, that lovely image from Desmond Tutu, we're not just about pulling people out of the river. We're about asking why people are falling into the river in the first place. That's what a commitment to social justice means. Asking why these issues are there at all. And then an informal church service style. And for, for a long time I thought, this kind of feels a bit odd with the other. The other three are like really heavy, meaty things. And then we're saying, oh, we like to keep things informal. So I thought, well, yeah. So, but actually that's about accessibility. It's not just about being informal for the sake of it, but it's about trying to make sure that when we meet together, everyone can feel part of things, that we're not trying to dress it up too much up in churchy language and ritual and everything. We want to be accessible for all, and we're recognising too that for many people, they don't know anything about church. They've never been in church before, um, and so that's, that's really important too. So those things are are really important, I think, as, as statements of what we're about. And, and thing, all of them, of course, will take a lot of unpacking and digging into. Um, and that's what we're doing on an ongoing basis. But what does this all look like in practice? How does all this uh, sort of uh, this stuff work out? What, is, what does it look like? And so I'm going to invite uh, one of our church members, Dave Vernals, is going to come and uh, join me at the front. So I thought it might be nice to kind of talk to someone and have someone other than me talking all morning, so um, I thought, what, who better than Dave Vernos to come and help us to do that? So yeah, no. Dave, um, uh, first of all, okay. you're, you're here with your lovely family this I am. morning. I am indeed, yes. yes. My wife, Lee, who um, I can blame this church for us meeting, because um, we met when back in the days of Hay Hill, and my two boys, Sam and James, who are just about still here. Sam's trying to decide where he's going to university, and so we'll probably disappear in September, so... Yeah. yeah, brilliant. Okay, and I should say that um, if the Vernals family aren't here on a Sunday, I think well, they're either away or something terrible has happened because they're they're kind of here, and I don't mean that in a joke. I think you know that that's important, and we appreciate the fact that you guys are are here with us on that kind of regular basis. So, Dave, I know that um, you're into running, aren't you? And and uh, you help to run a scout group. Yeah. And uh, you've got a full-time job and yep. family, and uh, but you also have some time to do some stuff in church as well. So, what what roles do you have in church? Yep. So I'm one of the trustees, um, as is with the. Um, sorry, Rich is just sort of like pushing me across because I'm out of camera shot. Um, that's fine. <laughs> These things have to be done right. I have a son who's now part of the tech team, and he will kill me later if I get this wrong. Um, yeah. So, so I'm a trustee, um, as is the. Um, peril of anyone that, that um, is involved in any form of charitable organisation that can add up. Um, being an accountant, I've naturally been nominated as treasurer, so that's my role in life. Um, it's one of those things where as soon as you admit to being an accountant, you probably have more charity trustee roles than you can probably fill a full-time career with, but uh, there we go. Yeah, so that's part of that. Uh, I've been involved in the leadership here on and off probably probably about 20 years, I guess now, I'm going back, but um, there we go. Yeah. yeah. So when did you first come to Hay Hill? 
Well, there's an interesting question because we, when we, you messaged me on Friday, I, I was going out for a walk at lunch and I was stopped to think about it. And I actually realised that the first time I came to this church was in January 1993. So that makes it almost exactly 30 years ago. Um, I wasn't a member originally, but um, yeah, so there we go. If it had been a couple of weeks ago, I'd have brought cake, but there we go. I didn't realise, so there we go. Okay, so for most of that time, you've been in church leadership in one form or another, which is admirable. Thank you. Uh, So what keeps you coming here after all this time? How does all this sort of ethos and value stuff and vision stuff, how does that work out for you? What, what, What does that mean for you? I think there's, there's two things. I mean, uh, sort of, you mentioned um, earlier about 2018 when we came into partnership with Oasis, and I think at that time those of us on the leadership were, you know, being honest, looking at a declining church and thinking, well, you know, doing more of the same is the definition of sort of stupidity in that sense. Is this going to carry on, or can we find a way forward, or do we, do we close the doors? And at that point, Lee and I sort of looked around and thought, well, where else? would we go? We, we wouldn't feel at home anywhere else. This is our home, this is our family. These are the people that you know, we've grown up with, our boys have grown up with. We wouldn't go anywhere else. Um, so we had that opportunity to make something that was going, going forwards. And I think a key part of that experience and that sort of change was, was the realisation that church really should be about everyone doing it. And I think, you know, for me, that's really important. God doesn't just magically do stuff you know he clearly could do that he's all powerful and whatever else but actually he gives us the benefit of working with him and so I think if you know Joe's fabulous the team the the guys that you know the paid team that we've got are fabulous but actually if we just leave it all to them then we miss out on that partnership with God that that kind of benefit of being valued and being able to do things and be involved and see the results and you know you know, I, I don't want Claire to be the only one that sees what goes on in the pantry or Joe to, you know, that, that's something for all of us and I think I feel really strongly that church works when we all work it, you know, <clears throat> we had the sort of vision statement up there a minute ago and I think you know almost if you paraphrase that it's sort of church um, for everyone by everyone and so I think going forwards we, we, we need to work on how a little bit more how we that inclusion when it says full inclusion up there, that's not just about the LGBT community, although that's important. That's about, you know, the people who are too tired, who are too ill. Otherwise, people might say they're too old, um, whatever else. Everyone has has a part in God's community. There's there's no retirement in in Christianity. Sorry, guys, but, you know, God, God has you on the hook until the end. So, you know... And you're not too young either. You know, the, the little kids in, in the back and whatever else, they, they have so much to teach us. Um, so, yeah, sorry, I'm rambling a bit. No, that's great. I'll just scrap my notes for the rest of the morning. Thank <laughs> you very much. Brilliant. So thank you, Dave. Um, okay. We do appreciate all that you do and have done for the church. And um, if you want to know about anything to do with the finances of the church, do talk to Dave. Now you know who he is. So that's brilliant. Thank you very much. Okay, so we thought a little bit about um, who we are, how we got here, what sort of community. So the question you're all asking is, how can I get involved? How can I be part of this? And uh, I mentioned that um, Dave is one of our church members here, uh, as is Henry, who uh, came up and and shared earlier as well. Uh, And church membership is one of those ways of of getting involved. Um, So 
Uh, church membership sort of functions around these four areas, these, these four um, aspects of sort of community life that, that, um, that are part of what church membership is about. It's, it's a way of saying, yeah, I'm involved. And it's a, it's, I guess it's a more formal commitment to the community um, here at Oasis. So it's about formation. So it's about our own sort of discipleship. Participation, attendance, involvement, ownership. So again, offering what we can in terms of participation. Giving, money, time, effort, ideas. Um, and community, relationships, accountability, support. So those four sort of strands of, of what church membership is, is meant to represent. And so, uh, as I say, that's one way in which uh, a number of us have committed to the, the church community here by becoming church members and saying in that sort of formal way, yeah, I'm, I'm up for this and I'm, I'm prepared to kind of work at those four different areas and see how that works out in my life. But in thinking about today, we deliberately haven't called this Membership Sunday. We've called it Partnership Sunday because we recognise that membership isn't going to work for everybody. It's not going to be appropriate for everybody for various reasons. Some people um, may not want to be church members, may not feel that they can commit in this way. To be honest, maybe some people have been a little bit scarred by church and the thought of membership of a church might actually be quite, quite difficult to contemplate. So there might be all sorts of reasons why membership doesn't work. But today is Partnership Sunday. So it's about all of us having ways of, of uh, sort of committing. I mean, these are four different things that for all of us to think about, that they're, they're good areas to, for us all to think about in terms of our commitment. So this is not limited to church membership. For all of us, I'd encourage us to think in terms of these four sort of strands and, and think about well, where does that, how does that look for me? But there are all sorts of other ways in which we can partner um, together. Um, we can partner by showing up on a Sunday morning and, and getting involved, participating in what's going on by joining a microhub or coming along to community forums. We can partner by just trying to live out the vision that we've been talking about in our, in our daily lives. Uh, you can partner by joining a Sunday team, uh, maybe by giving, um, by contributing your ideas, your thoughts, your suggestions. So many ways in which partnership can become uh, a reality for us. Um, lots of different ways that you can be involved. And so this is all about really just figuring out what that looks like for you. What does that look like for you? How does that work for you at this point in time? Uh, and so I think Partnership Sunday really is about recognising that God kind of does, as Dave said so eloquently, God issues that invitation to us to partner with him in what he's doing in the world. And Partnership Sunday is a way of kind of rooting that into a particular community and a particular group of people in a particular context. So this is about saying, yeah, I want to be part of what God is doing specifically through Oasis Hub Bath. And uh, Joe said last week that uh, one of the great strengths of our community is the diversity among us, even though in some ways you know, we're quite similar, and yet there's a, lot of there's a lot of differences among us as well. We don't have to go very far to discover that in terms of experiences of life, uh, expectations, hopes, dreams, ideas, thoughts, vision, all sorts of ways in which we're different. And as I reflected on this, I was reminded of the story in the Gospels where Jesus um, calls together a group and uh, calls them to be apostles, to be his kind of chosen team, if you like. And i uh, I'm not sure that Jesus went to the seminar on, on building a team because he chose a pretty ragtag bunch of people. Um, and 
There were problems along the way. When you read the Gospels, you can see that this, this team didn't always function that well. Uh, and at the point where Jesus needed the most, they all disappeared. And the women, who were serving quietly in the background, as the culture required them to do, stepped forward at that point. And so it was fitting that it was the women who were the witnesses of the resurrection, because they were the ones who were there, actually, when, it was, when Jesus really needed them, which is quite telling for us blokes, I have to say. But somehow, this dysfunctional group of men and women, somehow they found a way through the trauma of the crucifixion and the weirdness, quite frankly, of what followed, with Jesus appearing and disappearing and all that stuff. Somehow, they were able to become the people that God wanted them to be, to be bearers of the kingdom of God. And that's, that's how God does it, isn't it? Time and time again, God pulls together these kind of random people, diverse, sometimes fractious groups of people, pulls them together and makes something out of them, something that reflects the character and nature of God, not something that's shiny and glossy where everything is smooth and lovely and everybody's nice, it's often messy, it's often a bit dysfunctional, but somehow it works because God is in it. Um, and when Paul wrote to the church in Corinth, as he often did, he was writing into a culture where people were obsessed by, by show, by style, by what you looked like and what you'd achieved and what everybody else thought of you. And again and again, what he's trying to do in his letters, he's trying to puncture that pomposity and trying to say, well, this is all rubbish, isn't it? And there's these wonderful words at the beginning of um, the letter, 1 Corinthians 1, 26 to 29. Paul says to them, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of this world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are, so that no one may boast before him. That's how God does it. He pulls together people like you and me and somehow makes something out of us. And so as Dave said, there is a place for everyone. We all have something to offer. Later on in that same letter, Paul uses the image of the body, doesn't he, to talk about how every part has its place and that there's no room for either arrogance on the one hand or false humility on the other, which says, well, I, I, I've got nothing to give. God says that's nonsense, quite frankly. We all have something to give. And so that's what today is about. That's what we're about this morning. That's what we're wanting to do this morning, is just to kind of commit ourselves again to that, to recognise that God calls together people like us and wants to make something of us in order that we can be bearers of his kingdom. So this morning is uh, an opportunity for us to say, yeah, count me in. Count me in. I'll be part of that. Even if you're not sure what that means in practice, where your place might be. You might be wanting to, to say this morning, yep, sign me up for everything. I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm putting my name down for every microhub and I'll be there in two places at once if I need to be. Sign me up for it all. Or you might be wanting to just dip your toe in the water. That's fine. Uh, whatever that thumbprint means for you this morning is okay. And actually, it's probably all going to be a little bit chaotic as well. So if you don't feel able to stick your thumbprint on the, on the board, nobody's going to know. So that's okay too. Don't feel that you've got to, to do that. But I really hope that you will feel able to, to do that. Just to say, count me in, whatever that looks like for me. 
So in a, in a little while, uh, the children and young people are going to join us because we want them to be part of this as well. We'll be sharing communion together. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to use a, another song um, and then there'll be a little bit of time just to, to reflect if you want to. Um, and the song we're going to sing is um, uh, it's a song that we sang last week. Uh, it's based on the Beatitudes, those words of Jesus in Matthew 5 where he says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven, and so on. And this is a kind of setting of those words. And, and Jesus is saying to this group of his disciples, the kingdom belongs to you. It's not just to the wealthy and the learned people in Jerusalem, but it's for farmers and fishermen. It's for women and children. It's for beggars and tax collectors. The kingdom is yours. It's an invitation to all of us to be part of that. So if you're happy to do so, let's, why don't we stand and, and we'll sing together. So we're going, to, um, we're going to finish this formal part of our time together this morning by saying together a prayer, which is a, a prayer of commitment. So I'm just going to flick through the slides and just let you read it before we actually say it together so that we, we know what we're saying. Um, hopefully you'll, you'll feel able to join together in, in saying this prayer. So I'll just run through the slides, just give you a moment to just read each one. And then we'll stand and say these together. And let's say together. God, we commit to being part of your Christ-centred community. We believe in community, a place where everyone is included, makes a contribution and reaches their potential, becoming all that you've created them to be. We will try to include everyone as you have included us, treating each other equally and respecting the diversity that reflects who you are. We are committed to healthy and open relationships with you and each other. We choose to have a deep sense of hope that things can change and be transformed, that in your power all of us can experience resurrection. With your strength and because of your spirit helping us, we will persevere and keep going for the long haul. We recognise that we are blessed to be a blessing. May that blessing overflow from us into the lives of others. Help us to give away what's been given to us, our money, time, energy, ideas and skills. We know that we matter and that we belong. May everything we do come from that knowledge. We commit to playing our part, to doing our bit, to belonging to Oasis Church Bath for the year ahead. Fill us anew with your presence and peace, and equip us for the journey ahead. Amen. Thank you. You're listening to a podcast from Oasis Church Bath. To find out more about us, visit our website at www.oasisbath.org.